0: Hello. Welcome to the Valley View podcast, episode 41. My name is Tyler. I'm here with Matt. Matt, how's Israel?
1: Israel is amazing. Um, The water, the people, uh, the salt content in the Dead Sea.
0: Have you floated in the The, Dead Sea yet on your trip?
1: (laughs) The Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, I'm planning to go into the Dead Sea. Um, I'm hoping to coerce my wife into going into the Dead Sea. Uh, I figure like, you know, you're only there once probably. So you might as well go in, even if it's 50 degrees outside and the water's really cold.
0: Is that what it's supposed to be like in your next few days in Israel?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be highs in the mid 60s. Oh, so, you know, I would take that. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I want to go to the Dead Sea and just open my mouth and take a big gulp of like the saltiest water. That you could ever...
0: And then immediately don't. be dehydrated after <laughs> drinking water.
1: I'm not going to swallow it. I'm just going to like spit it out. Um, but I want to feel the full force of the salt content. Okay. Is that
0: surprising? I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> it's <just> kind of weird. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> you bring that up and maybe I would do that if I was there. That's me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I hope you're enjoying Israel. Did, you, did, did we get anyone jump on the sponsor train while you've been over there?
1: Yeah. Do you remember that last time we had an episode with no sponsor well we were kind of sponsored by minnetonka moccasins yeah yeah i'm sorry minnetonka moccasins so this one probably our listeners will be more familiar with this company i think
0: Mm -hmm. i was told that i should be surprised by the sponsor yeah
1: i i mean when when i got a contact from these people i was really i was surprised but have you heard of the omaha world herald no Okay, so this is the, is it the newspaper news- in Omaha. This is the newspaper in Omaha. Okay. Why they have taken an interest in the Valley View podcast is beyond me. I almost went to Omaha a few weeks ago. You really? Yeah. You almost went to Omaha. I did. That is newsworthy. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I was supposed to go to Georgia, and then my trip to Georgia got canceled, and so I wanted <laughs> to drive to Omaha and play disc golf. <laughs> I decided not to because – it was going to be like just above freezing and like snowy with 20 mile an hour winds there. Um, so I, so I decided against it. Um, and now I don't know if I would want to go cause gas is like four bucks a gallon right now, but yeah, I, I almost was in Omaha, but a month ago, maybe that's how they heard of us.
1: I know that, uh, our listeners can have come to rely on the Valley view podcast for breaking news of that kind of quality that Tyler almost went to Omaha
0: to play disc golf.
1: Well, anyway, the Omaha World Herald, um, thank you um, for your sponsorship, uh, and our listeners need to know that they can trust the Omaha World Herald for solid, the solid facts that you depend on to navigate life in Nebraska and beyond. We've built Be- our reputation- Beyond
0: being Iowa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Potentially, right across the river. We've built our reputation over 100 years with tireless reporting the highest standards and in-depth coverage of the things Nebraskans care about, like football, agriculture, and politics. Subscribe now at owh.com and get $15 off your annual subscription, which includes an all access online experience. Uh, Mention this ad and get a free pass to Marvin's Circus World in Bellevue. Is
0: that a real place? I think
1: Bellevue is a suburb of Omaha. Mm. Um, so mention, mention this ad and they'll give you a free pass to Marvin's <laughs> Marvin's Circus World. Mm-hmm. Would you go to a place called Marvin's Circus World?
0: If it was real, I sure might. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Omaha World Herald, our pride, your source. All right. Thank you, Omaha World Herald. Um, and just
0: Omaha in general.
1: <laughs> and Omaha. What when I, when you
0: said Omaha, I thought you were going to say Omaha Steaks. I really, <laughs> truly did.
1: That probably is the best thing to come out of Omaha. Wouldn't I would you? love I'm it sure if Omaha we...
0: Steak sponsored us. Yeah.
1: Have you uh, had an opportunity to try some of those?
0: No, Okay. but I just like the name.
1: We used to get a container shipped to us somewhat regularly in a big styrofoam, one of those big styrofoam boxes that oh. holds the, uh, like the dry ice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great day, I tell you. We're all over today. <laughs> I wanted to ask Tyler some questions about prayer today. Are you up for some questions about your prayer life?
0: Yeah, when you mentioned this, I said, I don't know if this really qualifies as like a fun discussion, but we sure this can be our fun discussion for the week.
1: It's Well, let's put it this way. It's going to be fun for me. Okay. Is is that okay?
0: Well, if it's fun for the audience, then I'm fine.
1: Maybe I should be more audience focused. Um, I tend to choose things that are going to be fun for me that I hope are fun for our audience. Well,
0: I know at least one of your children thinks it's fun when you think (laughs) things are funny. I was discussing this last night at the local Culver's <laughs> that every once in a while, one of your children hears you make a little like a little mat joke and uh-huh. laughs really, really hard as they listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I, I might have a skewed sense of what's funny. I wouldn't say that I consider this like conversation we're going to have to be like funny. OK, but I think I consider it fun to have okay. and to talk about. Okay, and because prayer is not, we even say that it's a funny topic, right? But I think we can talk about it in a way that's enjoyable and that helps us grow and you can Have a fun
0: conversation about it, yeah.
1: Because honestly, the one of the fun things is getting to know another person and their perspectives on things. Mm. I think that that's fun. Yeah, no small talk here. Hearing about their struggles, their desires, you know, their um, tendencies, that kind of stuff. So, just to kick it off, um, would you say that praying? is difficult for you? Uh,
0: I mean, yes and no. No, it's not difficult for me to talk to God. Um, yes, it's difficult for me to be as consistent as I would like to be, mm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel guilty about, like, maybe that you should be praying more and feel guilty for not praying as much
0: yeah i mean i'll get to the end of the day sometimes and be like oh man i didn't pray like once today yeah that was bad
1: and that makes you feel bad
0: well yeah I, I mean yeah like i don't know i feel like you could take the angle that, like oh you i shouldn't feel guilty because i'm forgiven already for not praying enough but yeah i mean i wish i, I prayed more <laughs> you know if i get to the end of the day and i didn't pray very much i'm like dang yeah i wish i would have prayed more I feel a little bad that i didn't pray more yeah
1: we have <clears throat> but it, that oh go ahead
0: but yeah but it's not that like i'm worried that God now won't save me because I didn't pray enough today. It's just like, yeah, I wish that I, I wish that my, I wish that I cared
1: more about my relationship with God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems like the one example we have in the new Testament of people not praying when they should be. Jesus response is very gracious to them. Mm. Uh, like when they, they fall asleep in the garden, Jesus asked them to watch like, him get up, can get up, get sleep <laughs> Yeah. His response is um, I think it's, comes off as a gracious response.
0: Hmm. Um, so I maybe- always thought it came off as a, as he was exasperated. Huh? That, I well, mean, the, for those that aren't following the discussion that we're having, like w- right before Jesus gets betrayed, that he is with all the disciples in the garden and he's like, watch him pray.
1: Yeah. And
0: then he goes away and he comes back and they fall asleep.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then he comes back and says, get up, watch him pray. And then they go away and then he falls asleep. And he comes back and he says, <laughs> get up. <laughs> like in, in my mind, he sounds exasperated, but I don't know. Maybe I'm interpreting that wrong. It's very possible.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I guess I'm just focusing on the last statement he makes about the spirit being willing, but the flesh being weak, almost like an understanding response mm. to their weakness and sure. lack of prayer. Like he understands our humanity. Hmm. Um, so let that be a balm to your heart. maybe. Don't say <laughs> the word balm. <laughs> um are you comfortable um, just having what we could call like informal times of prayer with God? Or do you feel like you need to pull away and get quiet and have a designated amount of time to pray?
0: Oh, I almost prefer informal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of like constantly multitasking Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know. Emily complains that you can't actually multitask because you're just doing one thing at a time and you're doing them both badly. Um, but like when I'm dry, I feel like I can pray the best, I don't know, the best. I feel like I can think about and be focused on prayer pretty well when I'm driving a lot of times. Mm. Um, cause I have like, it's almost like having that I'm better at listening to podcasts when I'm driving too. Cause it's like, I have this other like mundane thing to do that's mm-hmm. occupying the jittery <laughs> part of my brain. Cause I'm very jittery. And then the rest of my brain can be focused on prayer. Oh, and whereas when I'm like, if I like. Close the door to my room, lock my door, sit down and pray, I get distracted like very quickly because my my mind
1: starts to wander. Yeah. I I wasn't planning to go here and take this other this little tangent, but since you kind of brought it up, I'm really curious to know if you've had this experience where you're driving, driving your car, and all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, I haven't been paying attention to like driving for the past like 30 seconds or something and could have had a wreck but I was totally on autopilot and I'm so glad that I've recovered and come out of that. You ever have that feeling? No. Okay.
0: Not really. I mean, I'll have to, I'll have times when I'm like, wow, that was a really quick 10 minutes, but, <laughs> but I never feel like, Oh, I wasn't in control of the car for 30 seconds. Okay. The only time <laughs> this, I wasn't like, this is a nice tangent of the story, but um, the only time I can remember, like not like feeling like, Oh, I wasn't in control there. I was very aware of it because I was driving home and i have been feeling kind of sick the last couple of days. And when I was, when I was young, when I say young, like I stopped doing this as a result of this, and this was like less than a year ago, but so for most of my life, when I've gone over a bridge, I always hold my breath um, because it's just like a fun little game. Like how long can I hold my breath? Especially if it's a a big bridge. Um, So I went to hold my breath going over this bridge and something just was messed up with my body as a result of being sick those last few days. And my vision went away. Like... (laughs) I, I was holding my breath and you know how you get the like, you can get like the, the like dark spots or like the, the, like the shiny, or, like the sparklies and mm-hmm, the, on mm-hmm. the corners of your vision sometimes. Yeah. I just, after holding my breath for not very long, I just had that all through my face and I couldn't see.
1: So you're driving a car and you're on a bridge and you're not breathing and you can't see.
0: Well, I, I started breathing again when I stopped being able to see, <laughs> actually I made it over the bridge and then I stopped being able to see. Um, But yeah, luckily it was not crowded on the road i was on and it was like three lanes okay so i just kept the car straight and started praying a lot actually (laughs) kept the car straight and uh gently pressed on the brakes and then i got my vision back and i was still on a straight road so that was when i stopped holding my breath going over bridges (laughs) but that's the only thing i can think of of driving the car and saying man i
1: wasn't in control there i was on autopilot that is it I'm really glad to know that story and to Andrew, bring it
0: all around i prayed a lot
1: while i couldn't see and you prayed yeah well okay leads into my next question for you i'm
0: sorry mom about that story also i'm sorry for mentioning you again
1: someone just uh noted to me that your mom gets a lot of mentions almost every she, men- she mentioned it to me uh this weekend actually she's like do you try to mention me every episode
0: i'm like no mom i don't and you know that i don't because you can tell when i'm talking i just i just <laughs> mention you and then i say oh sorry
1: Hi, Mrs. Magnuson.
0: Hi, Mom. Thanks for listening.
1: <clears throat> um, as you think about your prayer She's life. She's turning 29 this year.
0: Anyways, prayer life.
1: 29.
0: <laughs> Weird because I'm 24, but that's what she keeps telling me.
1: <laughs> as you uh, consider your prayer life as a whole, um, if you could see a list of like the top five things that you typically pray about, what are <clears throat> what do you think the top things would typically be?
0: uh the top five things that yeah. i pray about so you don't
1: need to like mention five but i'll, I'll try to what kinds five. of things do you think are pretty high on the list of what you pray about the most uh
0: my students <clears throat> well it's like people like my students mm-hmm. emily slash my family i guess that kind of just has to be one in general um i mean myself like that something will go well Uh uh-huh. um that uh What else do I pray for? I have three. I need two more because I got to do five. Otherwise I have failed. Okay. Um, for, I pray for safety a lot. Um, and a fifth one. Mm. Oh, it's, it's probably, Oh, I guess like asking for stuff, right? Like, Oh, I pray that this thing will happen. Like, I can't lie. Like that's probably on my list of things that I pray about the most. Yeah. Uh So the kids, Emily Mm -hmm. slash my family, Mm -hmm. um, Myself, safety, and wanting stuff.
1: When you're praying for other people, which it was really good, I I think that's might be a difference between our prayer lives. I my prayers tend to be a lot more self-centered, I think, and focused on myself. So I applaud you for well <laughs> praying for other people to that degree. Let's not let's
0: not pretend that I don't pray for myself. <laughs> like three of the things in my list were me focused
1: things. <laughs> um what kind of things do you? pray for other people yeah you know um kind of the caricature of prayer is the child by his bed praying you know lord bless grandma lord bless grandpa lord bless mom bless dad Mm -hmm. do your prayers go beyond that Do you pray specific things for people what what kind of things do you pray for your students even
0: yeah i mean well for the kids i pray that they will i mean the kids know this because i pray for them in front of them you know but like Mm -hmm. i i pray that they will continue to grow like just grow like strong, but also continue to grow strong in their faith. Um, and then for like specific kids, I obviously like have specific things to pray because I know their personalities and their situations. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and if it was, if it was to be made like very simple, yeah, I pray that they will continue to grow and continue to specifically grow strong in the Lord and in their friendships with other believers. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Have you had, uh, would you say you've had seasons of life which, in which prayer has been more meaningful to you or that you've found yourself praying more? And like, are there any commonalities between those seasons of life that you could say, yeah, I tend to pray more when, you know, X.
0: Yeah, I, um, I tend to pray more when life is difficult. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. easier
1: to forget to pray when things are going really well. Yeah, I think that's true also. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. like that would be my answer. When life is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you ever prayed, like opened up the Bible and prayed, um, scripture or used the scripture as a guide for your prayers?
0: Not really. Like I'll, sometimes I'll think of a verse when I'm praying and maybe say the verse, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, no, I don't, I have not like used the Bible as a guide to praying.
1: What, what's your position on this question? Uh, some people, when they pray publicly, um, feel strongly that a prayer should never be, uh, like premeditated or oh. written down or uh, nah. that it's not okay to, you know, that it's a sign of like less, it's less spiritual to pray a prepared prayer than it is to pray in the moment that the sign of a spirit filled prayer is something that happens in the moment. It's not premeditated. I disagree what, what is, What's your position on that question?
0: I, I disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, <clears throat> when you're praying, you're trying to talk to God, um and if you want to think about what you say to god before you talk to him i think that's okay mm-hmm. um slash like like the point of prayer is talking to god and it's also like a form of worship so i would i would assume that a lot of the people when they're like writing out or preparing a prayer before they pray it are doing that because they want to give their best to god like they want to worship god in a way that is faithful yeah. so i feel <laughs> like i don't feel like it's fair to say mm-hmm. oh you're doing something wrong because you want to give give your best worship to god i mean i think that i think that if the reason you're writing out your prayers is because you feel like you need to clean yourself up before you talk to god then yeah i disagree with that Hmm. yeah because we are allowed to come to god as we are yeah um but no, just it it seems to me it seems a bit legalistic to say oh if you wrote out your prayer it's not as good as a prayer that you didn't write out (laughs) i think there's more to it than that
1: right yeah almost like uh you know you write out a you write out a card to your spouse, like for your anniversary, maybe, right. You know, you sit down with a pen, you know, (laughs) before the day or before you, you know, give it to them and you meditate on what do I want to say? And you Mm -hmm. come up with the words that express exactly what you want to express.
0: Yeah. And it's not less meaningful because you did that. Actually, a lot of times it's more meaningful because you did that. Like you spent time.
1: Exactly. Right. And you don't, you know, you don't have to say it in the moment to their face or come up with it in the moment to have it be meaningful. Right. Right. Okay. I'm having fun exploring some of these peripheral questions related to prayer. And, And now I want to talk about something like how prayer, um, manifests itself in a social context like when you're with other people um but so first of all since you are in pastoral ministry do you ever find all the eyes looking at you when it's time to pray like, yeah i
0: hate it i absolutely hate it it's it's like it's so so annoying do you ever
1: find yourself like shrinking to the back of the room or maybe you need yes. to go off and use the yep. restroom once it comes just so yes a
0: hundred percent it's it's so frustrating i mean maybe it's I, you'll have to say how how it is for you, but like, for me, like, for the first twenty, even like when I was a pastor for the first couple of years, for the first like twenty two years of my life, I was never really like <laughs> i I would be asked to pray at the table with my family, like because they would kind of rotate it, and just have somebody one of us do it every night. Uh-huh. but like I was like never asked to pray like because I was a kid, like I was young. I was like a kid, you know, and like, but for some reason, in the last like two years, it's like some kind of switch is flipped and people want me to pray at like everything. It's, and I just, it's so, in, it's like I didn't change. Like I was already, it's not, it's not like I became a pastor and then everyone made me pray. Like I was a pastor for two. I, it's just some switch flip that like I'm older and I'm married now, I guess. So because now that I'm married and now I'm a real adult pastor who has to pray, like, it's, it, it's just so annoying. Like, and it's not because I don't like praying. It's, it, it's, it's just this, this conception that people have that like, Oh, the pastor is the best one at praying. Like the pastor will give a real prayer that actually matters. And like, that's just in anyone in the circle that I'm in can talk to God just as well as me. Like, it doesn't have to be me just because I'm a pastor. It, ugh, it just bothers me. Like I can tell Emily, Emily tells a story about, how, so her dad's a pastor. Um, Emily tells a story about how there was one time her dad wasn't at something and they looked at uh, they were like, oh, where's the pastor? Where's the pastor? And they saw Emily's mom and they were like, you'll do, you do the prayer. <laughs> like,
1: that's it's fantastic.
0: it's just one of the like, like, cr- like Christian circle, like things that I just really, it's just a little pet peeve of mine, it, I guess.
1: It's lamentable, I think. Almost.
0: And, Almost. and if the pastor is cool with it, and, like wants to all the time, that's fine. But like, I mean, like I said, it's not that I don't like praying. Like I wish that I prayed more. It's just that like, I, I don't, it, it feels like a performance. Like here, pastor perform this prayer for us. Yeah. It, Sh- show us a good Christian prayer.
1: It Definitely gives the impression I'm like, that like only the pastor can do this well. Yeah.
0: And well, it's like, and, what if I'm feeling awkward that day? Like, like, w- w- what if I, what if I stumble over my words a little bit or talk too fast? Like I do most of the time when I'm talking, like yeah. it's not like I talk to God and suddenly all yeah. of my like speech patterns and idiosyncrasies are suddenly smoothed out and perfect. Like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. what do you think of praying Matt? now that I've complained about it for like well, four minutes?
1: Yeah, I, I think I agree with a lot of the thoughts you just shared about the pastor being looked to as the like the only one who can pray. And I've got a the memory that comes to mind immediately for me is uh, I officiated a wedding. This has probably been five years ago. And then the reception was at the church, right? So we're all in the reception hall and the mother of the bride comes to me and asks, you know, would you say the prayer before the reception begins? Right. And in that moment, these are the thoughts going through my head, like, because I was connected to the wedding party through the bride. Like I knew the bride, they went to our church. I know the mom and the dad, they're both Christians. And I'm standing there thinking, you know, this, like, this is your day like the, the dad of the bride is typically like master of ceremonies at the reception, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I so much wanted the dad to step into that role Mm -hmm. and give the print, like, welcome. Hey, this is the reception. The ceremony's over, Mm -hmm. you know, welcome friend. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Let's pray. Cause he could totally do that. Yeah. Right. That is his role. That's, that's the honor that he should be willing to take. And, I don't think he was probably comfortable praying, honestly. I mean, praying in front of a crowd. I know that that wasn't his bag, mm-hmm. but I so much wanted for him to step into that role and be willing to do that. Cause this is their moment, sure. right? It's his daughter. Um, it's their only daughter.
0: And maybe that is so, the thought process is that like, oh, I don't want to pray in front of people, but the pastor, the pastor does it all the time. So that person can pray in front of people let's exactly. get let's get him to do it yeah i mean maybe that's the thought yeah. process
1: that, there's probably yeah i'm sure there was some insecurity there like am i gonna do it right am i gonna come off yeah. looking you know silly whatever but it's um, yeah it's like
0: built on this i don't know to me it feels like it's built on the supposition that the pastor like well because like as the like you can't say no like you can't have, you can't have someone ask you like, Hey, will you pray for this meal? And say, actually, no, let's have somebody else do it. I
1: might have said no. Honestly, I don't remember what happened Okay. because I know that I really wanted him to do it. Mm-hmm. I actually can't remember if I did, or if he ended up agreeing to do it. So I think I'd actually be comfortable saying no in some circumstances. Okay. That's just but I would say typically, typically like, no, if yeah. someone
0: asks you to pray for a meal <laughs> as the pastor, it, it really is like not the move to say like, no, I'm good. Let's have somebody else do it. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, the other place that I really feel that is when, um, like we're in someone else's home, Mm -hmm. like for a meal, whether it's community group or whatever, and the host family, like the guy, especially, I mean, I think that really that honor and that role belongs to him. Yeah. Right. And it, I find it a little bit regrettable when it's like, okay, well, let's pass this off to the pastor. Right. Or
0: like, it's cool when like, Oh, the oldest person at the gathering is the one to pray. Like the per, like, yeah, like my dad has way more wisdom than me. Right. Like he's yeah. like 57. Like I'm, yeah. I'm literally 24. Like, yeah. and my, my dad has, has made me pray as like a joke, but it's not like a habitual.
1: <laughs> Wait, what now?
0: Well, Oh, like, like he's, he's been like, Oh, well, Tyler's the pastor. Ha <laughs> we'll ha. Oh, okay. Like, okay. but, okay. but it's not like, like mm-hmm. it, it's in a different spirit when my dad asks me to, you know, and he doesn't do it every time I'm around either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if I'm at a gathering and I'm like one of the youngest people there, yeah, I feel really insecure praying in front of everybody.
1: <laughs> like I'll do it if I get asked, but like, it's not, I would never choose it. What's going on in your, in your mind and in your heart in those moments, like as the youngest person not wanting to.
0: Oh, pray. well, I mean, well, and there, it's what's going on in my mind is the reason that I'm, that I get so like fired up and like frustrated with this is mm-hmm. that like <clears throat> I never want my prayers to be like just for the sake of doing it like I always want my prayers to be like actual communication with God because I care about God Mm -hmm. um and so I have that like presupposition towards how I want my prayers to be Mm -hmm. but then that's made difficult when it's like well I'm in front of all these people who are older than me probably know more than me I guess I need to make sure I say the right things in this prayer so that they think it's a good prayer, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like these, yeah. this, this, like, I guess, like desire to be liked and like this desire to think like, Oh, yep. He is a good real pastor Yeah. that, that mm-hmm. wars against like, I don't want my prayers to be anything other than me speaking with God. Yeah. You know? I, and some like my prayers with the students are kind of like, I don't know. They're not, they're definitely not like polished prayers because mm-hmm. I just start like a lot of times my prayer will start pretty like normal, like mm-hmm. dear God, thanks for this day. But then at some point, I'll realize that I'm like just speaking, not really like talking to God. And then I like stop and start like rambling in the middle of my prayers, which, like, I don't know, maybe the kids are annoyed by that. But I would prefer that because when I get into that headspace, I'm actually speaking with God, regardless of who's sitting around me. But I can't really do that when I'm praying for a meal in front of a bunch of adults. You know, it just. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is just a whole thing. Do
1: you think we're not uh, going to get
0: to first Corinthians today because you got me going on <laughs> pastoral prayer in front of people?
1: <laughs> well, I have noticed about you that your, your prayers tend to be very simple. And I want you to know that I really appreciate that because what, I mean, we could say a lot of things about the benefits that that has and the, and how that actually follows the biblical model. Cause like the Lord's prayer or what we call, I mean, the disciples prayer is pretty simple and short, Mm -hmm. right? But the other thing that I think it does is it models for the students who listen to you pray that prayers do not have to be complicated or use certain words that sound impressive. They can express very simple ideas and desires in very simple ways. And so it makes, I think the effect of that is it hopefully makes them more willing to pray to be released from maybe that feeling that this has to be an impressive thing that I do. Um, Because I think that does hold a lot of us back and especially young people. I think I have to be able to meet this standard in order for my prayer to be thought of as appropriate, good, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like this is a, because it can very easily be more of a performance for other people than Mm -hmm. a prayer from your heart to God.
0: Yeah. And that, that like me praying simple is a combination of nature and nurture. Like I've always been like that which and like, even before I really like, cause at this point in my life, I've thought about the things that you're saying and yeah, some of it is intentional, mm-hmm. but like I would rather. And so that, that's the nurture part, but in my nature, like you can ask my parents, like into, for the first like 12 years of my life and maybe more, whenever they would ask me to pray for the food, it's like Tyler, can you pray for this food? I would yeah. say, Dear Jesus, thank you for this food in your name. Amen. Or dear Jesus, thank you for this food. Amen. Yeah. And it wasn't because I didn't care about praying. It was yeah. because, okay, I'm praying for the food. Like, dear Jesus, thank mm-hmm. you for this food. Amen. Like I prayed for yeah. the food. You know, like yep. So I like I've always been like that. But yeah, like I like you said, like as I've gotten older, like I've seen I mean, I love we had an interim pastor at the church I grew up at and he was awesome. His prayers were like seven or eight minutes. Like the, the youth group kids would time them. And, and they would be a lot of times between like, like five and nine minutes long. Um, and I guarantee he had the right motives. Mm-hmm. Like I would say almost for sure. Like he, he, he was praying a long time because he wanted to talk to God for a long time and model mm-hmm. the importance and glory of God for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, though, I was influenced by seeing like. This is this is part of my generational thing too that like authenticity is a really big deal to me Mm -hmm. and a lot of times long prayers with fancy words seemed inauthentic when I would listen to them Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it was never really a conscious decision not to pray like that but I just never like had a desire to to start doing big fancy prayers Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so I don't know it's it's nature and nurture but like I've I've always been one for being succinct Mm -hmm. um and yet I also didn't really want to fight against that desire to be succinct because it seemed like I would be being inauthentic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and it's been thirty minutes.
1: <laughs> well, I really enjoyed that conversation on prayer. I, there's a ton more that can be said. I've been s- sitting here. I've thought of three or four more questions I would love to ask you. Maybe we'll get you can to write that them down. The Do next time. podcast.
0: When you get back from Israel? <laughs> a
1: lot of things related to prayer and how that works itself out in social settings. Um, we didn't say anything about the goal of prayer or any of those kind of things. Um, but anyway, it's a um, a first step in that conversation. So yeah. thanks for being willing to share that. So yeah. next time we'll, we'll get to first Corinthians, get back mm-hmm. uh, to some of the books of the Bible, but this has been good. Right. Uh, like write so. your questions down. And when you get back from Israel, we'll do prayer week too. Next Sounds time. good. All right. Goodbye,
0: everybody.